Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I got Nick Ritchie because uh, that man, Nick Ritchie, has been something out there, hasn't he, folks? I mean, <laughs> am I right? I mean, I mean, look at, <laughs> folks. I mean, I, I mean, look at this guy. He's got get a load of this guy. He's got this. <laughs> he's, got, he's got the big head. He's got the size. He's skating around with he's the big head out there. The pretty smile. Impressive. Have you ever seen his headshot? Fucking weird looking motherfucker. <laughs> um, but, but he's good. He's good at what he does. He's good at what he pays. He's paid to do a nice hockey and sit in front of him. I don't know what that was. Welcome to episode eighteen. <laughs> Welcome to episode eighteen of season two of Brews and Bruins, a the Hockey Podcast Network podcast presented by Bruins Diehards, sponsored by Save More Spirits and DraftKings. Speaking of Drew, oh, I'm going first. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> The 55th Super Bowl is this week. <laughs> Fuck, all right. The 55th Super Bowl is this weekend. 55. <laughs> the game this big. <laughs> Fucking A. The 55th Super Bowl is this weekend. And a game this big deserves a big prize. Not just some trophy. And DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of Super Bowl 55, has up to $55 million in total prizes up for grabs with their Super Bowl prediction pool. How's that for big? All you have to do to get your share of these huge prizes is enter DraftKings' free Super Bowl prediction challenge. Once you submit your picks, you will get a free instant prize up to $25,000. And if you have the most predictions correct, you could win the top prize of $1 million. Download the app now, enter the free prediction challenge, answer questions like who will score first, and boom, get ready to make it rain. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to its players since 2012, so they know a thing or two about big paydays. Download DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN to enter the free $55 million Super Bowl prediction challenge. Everyone gets an instant prize up to $25,000 just for playing, so use promo code THPN and is in Nancy now and enter the free $55 million Super Bowl challenge. Only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55. Terms, conditions, and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for all the details. Thank you, Drew. Cam. The Bruce and Bruins podcast is sponsored by Save More Spirits. Check them out for all of your beer, wine, and liquor needs. They have all of the macro brews as well as a healthy offering of local beers and craft beers from all over. You can check out their locations in Somerville, Medford, Cambridge, and Malden. And, of course, pandemic's still going on. If you'd rather order online, you can look at what they have at SaveMoreSpirits.com and then order those through Minibar Drizzly. 
You can also get free delivery using the promo code Bruce and Bruins on Drizzly. That's Bruce and Bruins with an ampersand and no spaces all in one. Order that beer up, drink it at home, listen to the podcast, watch the Bruins. Join our beer threads on Twitter at Bruce and Bruins. And uh, yeah. yeah, do it up. Okay, cool. All right. Well, uh, we're doing our uh, Friday content. Happy Friday, boys. Um, Woo! Uh, I have a PB. I'm going to take a Friday shot. (laughs) (laughs) Recording on Monday for those those who are unaware of the situation. It is 11.15 Eastern. I have like two sips of an omission left from... uh, from the uh, the pod we just recorded. Yep. Also, my list here is all out of whack. Same. Mm-hmm. Happy Friday, boys. <clears throat> I'm doing a Friday shot. Looks like Bacardi. Can you taste it? I can taste it. <sighs> Woof. Tastes like Bacardi. I sent a <laughs> bottle of sparkling apple oh. juice. Wow. Yeah. House. yeah, so uh, we're going to do kind of a fun little exercise it is what like a fifth of the way through the season something like that well we got 10 games in um and so we're just going to talk about in 2021 who are the most important players on the bruins we're going to rank them from 10 to 1 drew why don't you start us off Am I giving all of them now? Or are we going to go 10, 10, 10? We're going to do all of our 10s, then we're going to do all of our 9s until we get to our 1s. <clears throat> all right, number 10, I have Braden Holtby just because he's a Bruins killer, and if the Bruins have to face him in the cup, he better not be good. <laughs> Classic Drew. This is what I was expecting. Uh, I guess on that note, I'm going to also say fuck the rules and do 10, 9, and 8. I have uh, Trent at 10, Fred at 9, and Eric at number 8. Nice. So, uh, not actually, though. Um, I got Charlie Coyle at number 10. All right. My number 10 is Yarrow. Uh, I feel like. Oh. <laughs> without the. What, Drew? <laughs> I, I forgot goalies existed. <laughs> <laughs> I figure without a backup goalie like Yarrow, yeah. that that doesn't allow the flexibility, especially in a shortened season, for a guy like Tukaras to flourish as we expect them both to do as we go on. Quick disclaimer here. I, I'm assuming this is the same with you guys, but I put this list together in about 45 seconds. So I know for a fact that I'm going to have some changes, maybe not in personnel, but in order. Um, so I don't know. I'll correct it on Twitter or something like that, but feel free to yell at us regardless. I already made it, I already made it pretty clear. I forgot all the goaltenders. So uh, number Except nine, I got Holtby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot Bruins goaltenders exist. <laughs> oh, God. I got Lazan at number nine because I think he's been given a, uh, a lot of responsibility, and we need to see if he can live up to expectations. I don't know why I said it like that, but I did. <laughs> uh, I've got Brandon Carlo, um, somebody who's seen an increased presence the last two years, um, especially with – Char gone now. I think he's certainly that go-to shutdown defenseman guy. Uh, you're going to see probably some increased role from him. Uh, the penalty kill, and then also in those shutdown situations. Defense team effort, but Carlo's going to be the one leading that. So, got him at number nine. Yeah, I got Matt Grizzlick. Basically that one solid option on the left side right now. So, it's going to be important for him to get healthy and come back. Um, and I think really shores up the power play so that you're not having to use five forwards or 
I mean, even if you do go with five forwards, just having that guy on the second unit is is pretty solid. Um, number eight. Yep, <clears throat> Cam Neely. Um, I got uh, Charlie Coyle. I just think he was really fucking good last season and helped him out a lot. Um, <laughs> that seems super vague for analysis. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, he's he's a fulcrum there on the third line, and if something happened to Krejci, um, which God forbid, but you know it does happen from time to time, especially to Krejci. Um, yeah, Charlie Coyle can fill in there, so he's uh, definitely an important guy. Eighth important, eighth most important to be exact. Eighth so important. Just, eighth <laughs> important. Eighth important. Eighth important. I thought you actually had uh, Cam Neely as yeah, your so number eight. I thought he did. I think he did. He just switched it when he saw our faces. That's <laughs> what I'm no. guessing. Um, I have. Uh, I don't know these next two. I don't. I kind of give or take on the order. Um. I'll go. I'll go Yarrow for this one. Um, I originally had him a little higher, but same reason Chris said this is going to be a two goaltender season at least, maybe three, as we've talked about in previous episodes with Kat Silverman. Go listen to those, uh, or just follow her on Twitter. Probably better than listening to us and her. But yeah, need that goaltending tandem was the best goaltending uh, tandem in the league last year, uh, and the Bruins need that to continue. It's looked good so far, so keep chugging. Uh, my number eight's Brandon Carlo for the reasons that Cam listed. I like Brandon Carlo more than you guys because I have him at seven. And I just think, you know, Brandon Carlo, good defensive defenseman, really the uh, – I'm going to use the word fulcrum again because I like the word fulcrum. <laughs> <laughs> Makes him feel smart. It's going to be his nickname now on this podcast. Brandon the fulcrum Carlo. We're just going to imprint Dana with fulcrum Charlo. Uh, yeah, anytime he scores, which is going to be often now because he's such an offensive force, he is yeah, going to be, yeah. we're going to yeah. tweet out the fulcrum in all caps. So. <laughs> I love it. No one's gonna understand because <laughs> no one listens to our fucking podcast. All right. <laughs> sure, I originally be, had Carlos. Just a literal thousand of you who listen to this podcast. Yeah, yeah there's actually a lot of you. <laughs> Thank you, Shuts to all Son of you. I love you. All right. Um, yeah, I originally had Carlos seven before I dropped him down. Um, I guess my new number seven. Are we at seven? We're at seven. Yeah, we're yep. seven. Is uh, David Krejci upon this rock? Uh, oh, obviously. That's- it is a bit low, but you know, I'll get to why in a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we need to say too much about David Krejci because we always are simping for him. But uh, holds down that second line, um, a force on power play. Um, Going to need top to bottom production from the lineup. And after the erection line, it starts with him. So get after Krejci. Yeah, so for my number seven, I got Charlie Coyle. Uh, I think Drew pretty much nailed it for me, why he's so important, and uh, especially if, if he got – I did. <laughs> I don't think I know. Maybe, maybe, was, maybe it was Can. Uh, <laughs> well, Drew said it's because he played good hockey last year. They <laughs> no, and then I said if Krejci gets injured, then he yeah, that was that, that was what I was talking about. Yeah, and then he's the fulcrum. <laughs> and, <laughs> and really, with with whoever's on his left wing and whoever's on uh, and if if he has Craig Smith on his right wing like that the smolder line especially with trent frederick that's that's basically a second line there so yeah huge uh six i got nick ritchie because uh that man nick ritchie 
has been something out there, hasn't he, folks? I mean, <laughs> am I right? I mean, hasn't he, folks? I mean, I mean, look at this guy. He's got get a load of this guy. He's got this. <laughs> he's, got, he's got the big head. He's got the size. He's skating around with he's the big head out there. The pretty smile. Impressive. Have you ever seen his headshot? A fucking weird looking motherfucker. <laughs> uh, but, but he's good. He's good at what he does. He's good at what he pays. He's paid to do, and that's hockey and sit in front of the net on the power play. And he's actually been actually really good there on a serious note. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that's going to be important. That's why I put him at six is really his power play role. I will say I don't have him on this list, but I I agree that just taking up those spots pushes everybody else down and kind of just gives you more uh, more depth in in every sense of the word. So um, number six, I have Grizz for pretty much the reasons that that Chris said earlier. Um, the one short thing you have on that left side, and then obviously uh, him stepping into a power play um, to fill in for McAvoy, who's filling in for Krejci or for. Uh, Recruit rather. <laughs> um, Krejci was filling in for McAvoy, who was filling in for yeah, Grizz. Exactly. Like. Uh, no, Grizz, like, I mean, obviously special teams, but then um, I think really the past couple of years has been in the top two to three, I, probably the second best Bruins defenseman over the past couple of years. I really think he's been just phenomenal, um, at least as far as being able to play on both ends of the ice. So uh, I want to see another step out of him this year, but. Uh, he'll play a big role in, in pretty much any situation that you put him in. He's really versatile, so I want to see more from him. Hell yeah. My number six, I got David Krejci. Uh, I only put him above Charlie Coyle because uh, he's that guy that doesn't need anything around him to succeed. Uh, he's just had garbage on his wings for however many years and uh, always kind of holds down that second line. So, yeah, <clears throat> he's a... Pretty tremendous luxury to have when you can just like slot him in at your second center and then put like two cardboard cutouts of hockey players on either side of them and you have a second line. Yeah, I got I got DK at number five here. Um, DK four six, DK four twenty, uh, DK four six Ferda, um, <laughs> and yeah, I think I think. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> you just record a bunch of those sound bites. You go TK four twenty third, and then just tweet them out every time he scores. TK four twenty third. Okay. Um. Yeah. David Kirchie, good at sports, good at hockey, great for the team. Chris nailed it. Jeez. All right. Uh, number five, I got Marshy. I don't know. I mean, the whole first line gonna be important, but um, somebody who's capable of putting up hundred points in a regular season. Um, need a big gear offensively out of him. And then uh, obviously I think his defense is underrated too. After playing with Berger on this, you know, for so long, I think uh, really picked up a lot of that two-way play. Um, and he'd be the first one to tell you that is a result of playing with Berger on. Um, but again, somebody who you can put out there on the power play, somebody who you can put out there on the penalty kill, and he's probably going to score goals at both of them. Uh, and then obviously part of the most dominant line, I think in hockey. So um, need another big year out of him. Yeah, and my, my number five is Tuca, um, and that's not because the he's overrated or anything. No shade at Tuca. I just think the four guys ahead of him are uber important to this team, and uh, especially with having a backup like Yarrow. Um, yeah, he's, he's one of the best goaltenders in the world. Uh, he has been for a really long time, and I don't think we need to talk much more about that. Everybody knows our feelings on this guy. Yeah, I forgot goalies, uh, well, Bruins goalies anyway, and I have to say that uh, 
you know, Lazan and Brayden Holtby are obviously off if I include a lot of Duke and Rask somewhere in here. <laughs> um, going to number four, I got a, a Bradley Marchand because Bradley, my dude, is... Uh, I believe it's actually is, Bradwick. Bradwick Marchand is... Uh, yeah, no, he's, he's, he's also good. No, I mean, he fucking was... He's amazing. He's a fucking star in this team. Uh, when he's playing good, especially a two-way game, uh, when he's on top of his game, he's unstoppable. We've seen it time and time again. I don't think I got to say more than that. Nice. Um, I originally had uh, this player one higher, but I ended up switching him. Uh, but I got Bergeron at number four. Um, obviously, such an important player on both ends of the ice. Can What I was saying about Martian, about being able to put him out in any situation, just – goes even more so for Bergeron. Uh, and then you add on him officially becoming the captain this year. I don't think really much changes in, in the role that he's going to play in the locker room. Um, I think he was already doing all those things, and, and the Bruins essentially had two captains with Chara. Um, but especially with him gone now, I think um, kind of becomes the sole leadership face on that team. Um, and then, yeah, obviously, such a talented player as well. Lock Hall of Famer. Pretty hard to not have him up there. Yeah, I too have uh, Patrice Bergeron at number four. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I have much extra to add. Uh, four-time Selkie Award winner uh, and probably should have more than that. At number three, I got Chuck E. Cheese, Charlie McAvoy. Because, uh, you know, he's, I mean, he's been the best defenseman on the team for a little bit. Sorry, Zidano, but, you know, he has been the best overall defenseman. Um, and he's really taking on this new role. Like, I am the captain of the defense now. And, uh, and you know, he's getting – I think it's not so much he's expected to play any better because he's been really good. I think it's more there's more eyes on him now. Um, and if this defense isn't up to snuff, it's almost because, well, was your star player great? I don't know. That's not how hockey works. But I think Charlie McAvoy is a very, very important player to this team. But uh, I think if I think I overlooked him for a little bit, and now I've realized, oh, he is the man on defense and has been the man for a while, even while Char was there. This six feet nine inches can distract you sometimes. But Charlie uh, McAvoy's words at. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also have McVoy at number three. Uh, I think, you know, all of the things that Drew said, except for maybe the last one, was a little sus. But, you know, also, I, like you were saying, I think, you know, for a while, especially with how young he is, he was kind of labeled as the next leader of the Bruins defense. And again, considering how young he still is, it's easy to kind of keep thinking that way of like, he's our next promising guy. Well, we're at the point where he is the guy now. And really, like you said, has been at least the last year or so. And now with Chara out, it's just the spotlight a little more on him as that guy. Um, but then especially again with crew gone now, him taking over probably that top power play line uh, when they're not going to run five forwards, um, the added spot he has there. And then, you know, again, if there's anybody I want on the ice from a defensive standpoint, in pretty much any situation, you need a goal, you know, to stop a goal, final two minutes of the game, final minute of the game, I want McAvoy out there. So uh, that's a big role to step into, and I think all the signs point toward him being ready to fill it. So excited to see what he can do. Yeah, I also have Charlie at number three. Um, interested to see if this is finally the year that he kind of enters that Norris conversation. 
um, upping his offensive game a little bit to match how great he's been defensively. I think anytime you look at any of his fancy stats, like he's among the tops in the league at preventing opportunities for the other team. Um, and for the most part, when he's on the ice, his the which will happen a lot with that top line. So that's kind of maybe skews the numbers a little bit, but uh, when he's on the ice, generally your team's got the puck more often and they're, they're generating opportunities. And um, I I think it's just a matter of him turning into more of a part of that than kind of a facilitator of that. And, uh, and then he'll probably be like that kind of prime Drew Doughty kind of player. Number two, So I just switched this. I originally had my number one bro there, but uh, I switched it to David Pasternak. Uh, Pasta, not a lot has to be said. Super important. Probably the most important, but I couldn't do it to uh, uh, Mr. Number One. Uh, Yeah, scores a lot of goals, man. Quite the shot. Dude, this guy can play hockey. Have you heard of him? David Pasternak. The shot. Uh, yeah, I got pasta too as well. Um, need him to, I mean, Brock Richard winner last year. Need him to pick up whatever he left off as he has since coming back from injury in the very limited sample size we've seen by recording this. Probably have a couple more points by the time this is released. Um, knock on wood. And then uh, also just shout to the defensive game. I mean, a lot of guys, you know, who can score like he can kind of forget about the, the defensive side of the puck. He's not Patrice Bergeron by any means, but... Um, he can certainly get it done on both ends of the ice. And um, even early on, we've seen him just get back and, and be defensively responsible. So need that on both ends of the ice. Again, not your first penalty kill option, but for somebody who can score like he can, to see him at least get back there and contribute defensively is, is big. So Burns going to need a big year out of him. All right. Well, this was going to be pretty boring if we all had the same top three, but I know that I don't have the same number one as you guys. But my number two is also David Pasternak. I mean, that's Ooh. that's your fucking 50-goal guy when when you got an 82 game season that's those well, guys your other 52 goal guy besides nick ritchie so yeah, yeah. uh the, yeah those guys don't grow on trees that's uh that's like a once in a generation kind of player that you're getting on your team and uh glad we got him that's pretty sick for us congrats bruins uh my number one is patrick bergeron um yeah patrice bergeron's the the goat I think it's just like, I just can't picture this. Hey, I can't picture this team without him, but I can't picture this team going past the first round of the playoffs without him. I just think you, you, there's no way to overvalue Patrice Bergeron and what he means to this team from a leadership perspective, from an offensive perspective, from a defensive perspective, from whether it's on the ice, off the ice, whatever the fuck, it's Patrice Bergeron's team. Uh, I don't think you do anything you do. Without Bergeron. I think that's definitely fair. You're never going to see me arguing against rating Patrice Bergeron a little more highly, so I'm, I'm down with that. Uh, that being said, I did have two grass as my number one. I think a lot of Bruins fans, obviously, we've talked about it here a bajillion times, really take for granted how good of a goaltender he is. And uh, for somebody that idiot Bruins fans complain about not being able to steal a game, he steals a lot of games. <laughs> and, uh, you know, especially with such a shortened season, we're going to see him and Yarrow, but. Um, by the end of the year, at the end of the day, he's still going to be playing more games in a, in a shorter time span, and uh, the Bruins are going to need him ready to go toward the end of the season when we get into the playoffs. Um, you go back four or five years before the Bruins had consistent backups, and him being overplayed was an issue. 
Um, I don't necessarily see that happening this year because the Bruins have a very reliable number two in Yarrow, but um, at the end of the day, him being at the top of his game is going to be of the utmost importance down the stretch, especially. So the most important position on the ice. So, I mean, we, we saw, we saw what happened when Tuca wasn't there during the bubble. So, I mean, if anybody thinks that he's not important to this team, then uh, they're pretty fucking stupid. And you can Um, go fuck yourself. Yeah. My, my number one is, uh, Bradley Marchand, uh, that that Bradley. dude, he has one of the most insane aging curves of a hockey player we've seen. Um, he's he's upped his game like exponentially from year to year on like three different occasions, um, and has gone from being just kind of like a buzzy player who can score like twenty goals for like three seasons of his career to being like a 50 point guy who can score 20 goals and get you 30 assists. And then he jumped up to being a 30 goal guy who can get you like 20, 30 assists. And then he jumped up to being an almost 40 goal guy who can get you like 30 assists. And now he's a hundred point guy where he's out there scoring all the goals and he's facilitating both on at five on five and on the power play. Uh, he's Especially the penalty kill. <laughs> yeah, he uh, happens to be one of the greatest penalty killers of all time in terms of scoring. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Guy's good I've, for like five shorthanded goals a season, at least. Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, and and I, I think just how impressive it is that he he developed his game at, at, in all facets over the course of his late career has been super impressive. And I think they're at a certain point, he and Patrice kind of, uh, have intersected in terms of like who's carrying that line more. And it's really hard to tell when all three of the people on the line are uh, all world players. Uh, so, I mean, both of those guys are, are top liners on the Canadian national team. So, yeah, <laughs> so I mean, uh, it's, it's hard to say which one's more important, but I think at this point as uh the guy with more game changing speed and puck possession skills. Uh, I think that's the guy that I, I think is the, the more important player and uh, kind of in the mold of like a, a playmaking goal scoring wing, like uh, Artemi Panarin, like he's up there with those guys as like tops in the league, uh heart trophy candidate. Anytime he's, he's on the ice for a full season kind of guy. Yeah. Absolutely. Although I believe it is uh, Bradward Marchand. So, yep. Bradward. Bratsworth. So, there you have it. Uh, there it is. <laughs> listen to this. Uh, if you haven't already, go back and listen to it. <laughs> go, go do it again. Yeah. And then then tell it. your friends, re download it, uh, get us get support those numbers. Uh, yeah. Use that promo code THPN for DraftKings. Use the uh, promo code Bruise Ampersand Bruins. No spaces for Drizzly for free, uh, free delivery on your first order. Go to save more spirits, uh, and yeah, go back and listen to this again, and then get mad at us online and and yell at us about why we're all wrong. Just like, just like every night has its own 
Just like for a cowboy, they say, say it all.